0: Oh, hello. Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast.
1: I'm your host, Liz. And I'm joined as always by my co-host, Marcus. How are you tonight, Marcus?
2: I gotta make a confession. First of all, I look very pale. It's because I I haven't been able to adjust my camera settings mm-hmm. to lower the contrast. Um, it's
1: because Mark has not seen the light of day in years.
2: Yeah. That too. Um the other confession, the bigger confession is that we were supposed to have our WWE 2K20 live stream yesterday. And
0: Did you not read about this?
2: I did not. Because I went to bed at 7 p.m. Um we did not have a regularly scheduled live stream and that is my fault. Um I forgot to tweet about it that we weren't doing it because I had a a 5:30 call time for my job today. Um I had to get up at 3:30 in the morning and uh needed to go to sleep at 7. And that would conflict with ours live stream which normally go live at 10 right after nxt so we will be doing that live stream again on friday right friday did we yeah. did we agree on that
0: yes we did okay we did i just so friday night after smackdown
2: or we could do you want to do during SmackDown? Doodle earlier.
0: During sure. sure, could be fun.
2: All right, so we'll be we'll be going head to head with SmackDown because otherwise we'd have to wait till after Rampage. I don't want to wait after Rampage. Um, so eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time PM. We'll be going live on Friday with our WWE 2K20 live stream tomorrow's live stream uh our, our post show for impact won't be changed at all That's still happening um the real reason the, the biggest reason for this is because i had to swap out my hard drive which took an entire day to install and set up and then the next day tuesday um I was trying to reinstall everything, re-download everything, and trying to get my computer back to where it was, which is why I'm so high-contrast, because I haven't downloaded everything I need for my webcam. So, yeah.
1: Excuses? Excuses.
2: I'm chock-full of them.
1: Um, I want to introduce everybody to Dagger Earring Part 2. It's a little... It's a little different this one i had to literally like i've got to screw it in that is the only way that i can like get it to
0: go in oh yeah it's That's super weird. weird this one i got on etsy um so hopefully it's like safe mm-hmm. i think it's pretty neat
2: It's bigger than the other one, not by much though a little bit oh you're you're lagging quite a bit,
0: of course, I am what's new
2: um, so dynamite 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 happened today uh we m j f for c m punk great match, great match, fine finish yeah. fine finish. You just didn't like it because it was long and you had a headache.
0: I was... You were what? I was bored.
2: Yeah, well... I was not. I had fun. I thought it was a great match. Um, In addition to that, uh, Brian Danielson proposed being a tag team with John Moxley, or forming a faction, or something, um, and and recruiting younger talent like Daniel Garcia, Will Arrieta, Lee Moriarty, to join and and perform under their wing. Um, got a couple matches for Rampage. Isaiah Cassidy will take on Sammy Guevara for the TNT title. Uh we had Kings of the Black Throne or Knights of the Black Throne. For the
1: Depends on who you are.
2: Yeah. Versus Penta and Pac. Uh Niall Rose versus Ruby Soho. Um uh, didn't some lead up to next week with Lance and Adam Page. But that entire almost that entire last hour was dedicated to MJF vs. Punk. Which is very surprising. I guess not really, because they're the same promotion to put on a 60-minute match. Two 60-minute matches. Wait, no. Uh, Kenny vs. Danielson. That wasn't... That was 30. That 30, okay. So one 60-minute match. Um, but yeah. That's pretty much it. Not a whole lot happened in this episode. Mox fought Wheeler Yuta also, who was supposed to be Brian Kendrick. We'll talk more about that. Uh, do, you, uh, do you have that in the news section? Okay, so then we'll talk about more talk about that more in the news. Speaking of which,
0: news? Hey, you wanna talk about the news?
2: Yeah, let's talk about the news. I still—I've changed okay. the graphic for this. I, I replaced really? Cody with Sammy, but oh. um, I—I I haven't been home all day to implement the, the new graphic and put it in. That's why Cody is still here. Just kidding. This is this it. is for my fantasy booking. <laughs> Cody wins it all. You hate to see it. Cody wins all the titles, even the women's titles. Even the he FTW would. title
0: Um, all right, let's talk about some news. First pizza news Uh Oh, I don't know. Let's just start with WWE Um, Shane McMahon was let go.
1: And they keep saying that he was quietly let go, and it's like everybody knows about it now. I don't know how quiet it was,
2: but quietly, as in there was no public announcement by WWE,
1: right? But still,
0: um, and then in addition
1: to that, um, Sami Zayn crashed the premiere of Johnny Knoxville's Jackass Forever movie. Um, and apparently he got into an altercation with Giant Knoxville and got thrown out. It was like this whole fucking thing. Yeah. Which?
2: Drew McIntyre got was a also crossover. there. Hmm? Drew McIntyre was also there. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's weird. But. <laughs> Good for him.
2: Welcome, T-Rex. Um, Good to see you.
1: Hey um so also there's news keith lee karen cross mia Yim, ember moon harry smith slash davy boy smith jr oni Lorcan, grand metalik Lindsay dorado eva marie and nia Jax are all now free agents
3: oh, yeah. um
1: ember moon is going to be at warrior wrestling fighting thunder rosa that's the first booking i've heard of so far
2: um killer. i think she's
1: going by the name athena
2: Carrion Cross, now known as Killer Claw- Cross, will also I don't know the name of the event, but he's gonna be fighting um Flip Gordon at some <laughs> event, some indie event.
3: Oh. Uh Scarlet's yeah. also
2: booked at that same event. Don't know who she's fighting. Um, but she is wrestling. Um mm-hmm. as far as everyone else, Grand Metalik... Is booked for GCW shows, a bunch of GCW shows.
1: Booked for one coming up, I think.
2: Yeah, I think um, they're the they're, they're closest one. And then a, a bunch more. Let's see, uh, GCW. I, I think I have the card right here. Yeah. I can't at, wait to run
1: out of water in five minutes. Uh,
2: The coldest winter, which is February twenty. 20- 6 uh, that's not the nearest one but he's mascara dorada which he, is what he goes by now gold mask uh he's facing gringo loco um let's see i think he's also on if i die first no he's not um uh, at believe me which is february 19th Um, in a couple weeks he's facing Joey Janela and uh, I think those are all the near ones Um, oh at uh, Fight Club 2 Houston which is February 4th okay that's in two days Um, February 4th he will be in a fatal four way uh, with him, Gringo Loco, Blake Christian and ASF
0: that would
1: be cool.
2: So he's got a lot on his on his GCW plate already. Um, yes,
1: got. You.
2: And T Rex, we will be talking about the Brian Kendrick situation in the news. We haven't gotten there yet. Yeah,
0: I'm saying that was blast. Um.
1: Also, Jeff Hardy. Um. It was confirmed by Matt Hardy that Jeff Hardy did pass his drug tests and he was offered a Hall of Fame spot from the WWE. Um I believe at this point Jeff Hardy is turned down because why the fuck wouldn't he?
2: Yeah. Um Yeah, they they didn't trust him for whatever reason.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Also, X-Pac's in-ring return was announced for GCW's Welcome to Heartbreak. Um he is going to be fighting with Joey Janela against Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. It's going to be sick as fuck. I Can't am wait.
2: so excited for that match. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be the best. Fun.
1: And then another Hall of Famer, Ricky Steamboat, was announced for MLW's Super Fight. Ooh. Yes. Um, it does not say who he will be fighting I guess. as far as I know. But it Steamboat.
0: looks like maybe. Gotta be old. <sighs> He's sixty-eight. ain't. Yeah.
1: but he was announced for it, so I don't know what capacity. But um,
2: maybe he'll fight Savio Vega, who's fifty-seven. Please, oh my God.
1: Um. Also, Steve Macklin from Impact is in talks with NJPW for. God only knows what, I assume.
2: That'll be so sick. A little
1: hang time.
2: I want to see him in New Japan so bad. I hope it's like, it'll probably be New Japan strong, which will be fine. I'd love to see him on New Japan Prime, just for a little bit.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And with Impact's crossover with Bullet Club, there's a chance for something to be worked out, I'm sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Miriam said all these old men still fighting, but we won't get Tully versus Arn in a real fight. We should. Bullshit. We shouldn't get them fighting.
1: Um also speaking of New Japan. Chase Owens had his contract renewed. God bless us all. And, no and one on cares. top of that Yeah, I know. Um but on top of that, another NJPW star. One who I personally find far more tolerable, um, Bruce Robinson. His contract is officially expired. He is now free, free uh, now a free agent. Fuck me.
2: He has a couple shows coming up, um, but besides that, nothing else has been announced. Hopefully, he just resigns. Otherwise, maybe he'll be Impact full time, um, which would be very cool. Maybe he'll yes.
1: But what is he going to do without David Finley?
2: I'm sure Finley will go with him. Or work dates with him. Juice could also... I don't know. uh, Fight with the Ring of Honor guys. Because he used to be Ring of Honor.
1: Yeah, that doesn't fix my Finjuice conundrum.
2: Finley also... He shows up at Impact. They work dates together. They plan for those big events. Or rather... They work one one day and then they have an entire month's worth of shows.
0: Yeah. Um All
1: right. Also AW officially announced their Who We Are Celebration of Excellence volume number 1. Um uh, that is their hip hop album that they are putting out um in celebration of Black History Month. Um, it's going to be inspired by the stories of a number of AEW stars, including Jade Cargill, Red Velvet, and Mark Henry. Um, the track list has also been announced. Um,
0: it's got Bootsy Collins on it, which I thought was shocking.
2: It sounds legit. To say the least.
1: Um. Because there's gonna be Red Velvet, Nyla Rose. Not not like these are not people that are performing. Their it's their stories. Right. So Nyla Rose, Red Velvet, Sunny Kiss, Jay Lethal, Jade Cargill, Sean Diaz, Castor, Brandy Rhodes, Anthony Bones, Anthony Agogo, Private Party, Mark Henry, Top Flight, Will Hobbs, Kira Hogan, Lee Johnson, and Scorpio Sky. All of their stories will be on uh, this
2: album. I assume it's like each song per um like one song per wrestler in their story
1: yeah yeah that's pretty much it um oh also there's uh ricky starks sorry i missed that that's
2: a pretty sizable uh, and album. max
1: caster will be on the max caster will be doing the i i doing his story will be performing his story
2: okay will we get anthony bowens shouting um spotify the acclaimed
1: (laughs) hopefully in the background it's sort of like the jason derulo (laughs) except much more heinous oh no (laughs) um all right so let's talk about it let's talk about the thing that i saved for last
3: yep (sighs)
1: um like I, i was originally gonna talk about like oh my god brian kendrick asked for his release brian kendrick got released mustafa is fucking pissed Um, That was going to be the news story today. And then that news story turned into, oh my god, Brian Kendrick got his release. Also, Brian Kendrick got booked on AEW about five minutes later. Yeah. And then then it turned into, oh, Brian Kendrick is anti-Semitic and believes that Sandy Hook was a hoax, among other conspiracy theories. Yeah,
2: lizard people, um, a whole list of things. There was a whole... Twitter thread uh, going through th- these videos that r- released. I believe it was 2011 um, this video was taken. And it's not like, oh, it was a while ago when he was younger. No, he was 32 when he said this stuff.
1: 30-fucking-2! Um,
2: now, that resulted in him getting pulled from the card from the aw's car like an hour or two before the show um replaced by we are Are wheeler, Yuta, wheeler Yuta. um, and an hour ago brian kendrick um tweeted in response to this um he said and i quote I apologize for all the hurt and embarrassment I have caused with my words. These are not my beliefs, and never were beliefs of mine, and I crossed the line. I spread the most vile comments without thinking of the damage it would cause. I will live with this regret for the rest of my life. I am truly sorry for the pain I have caused. No. I, I.
1: If they weren't your beliefs, then why did you say them?
2: Yeah, he. He voiced those beliefs um and usually uh,
1: when i don't believe something you know what i don't do talk about it on video
2: yeah now i i i fully believe the i will, I will live with this regret for the rest of my life yada yada what whether or not he's regretful of this being uncovered or saying it in the first place we'll never know for sure um, but. <sighs> fucking sucks that, uh. He said this in the first place.
1: It fucking sucks that he believes it. Or believed it, sorry. I, guess, I don't know if he believed it. I guess you're right. It fucking sucks that he said it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: Fucking embarrassing.
2: Now. Uh I, I like I want to say more about this if like there's there's nothing more really to say cuz all of this happened in less than 24 hours.
1: Yeah, it's been a whirlwind.
2: Like I I found out Brian Kendrick was on dynamite last night when I when I woke up after an hour of sleeping. Um and then his his comments today at work. So I don't know, I don't know what what the action is going forward, but good on uh Tony Khan for taking him off the card. Whether or not he is doing it for moral reasons or because of bad publicity, still a good move to remove him.
1: Yeah. Um
0: there's other people that they should also remove, but it's a start
2: that's a whole different conversation
1: yeah because a lot of promotions are guilty of it it's not just AEW.
2: it's also definitely a bad look when um having a a guy who said very anti-semitic remarks uh having him on the same show where you have a jewish man main eventing as one of your biggest stars.
0: Hopefully hopefully
2: hopefully he doesn't believe that stuff anymore. That's that's the optimist in me hoping for the best that he did change. I'm not saying he did. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm hoping that he's not that same person 11 years ago.
0: Maybe he got his memory wiped.
2: Maybe he underwent a hypnosis. I'm, I am trying to hope for the best. I'm not saying I'm I saying. think he changed.
1: No, I'm saying with, that's, that's the only thing that I can... If, if you're 32 million comments, that's the only thing I can think of that would make you not believe those things. Is just like completely having your brain wiped. Yeah, because those like you have to think about that shit you know
2: it's heavy conspiracy theorist shit stuff that is unfortunately very prominent nowadays and from what I've heard I've I've seen on Twitter that a lot of wrestlers apparently apparently believe this stuff I think it was a wrestler who oh no no AJ Gray and, and Seahawk were having an exchange on Twitter about like a lot of wrestlers believe in this actually um but I,
0: I told you about it. I read the tweets to you as we were watching Dynamite. You laughed about it.
2: But anyway, um, yeah. Hopefully, Brian Kendrick is is a uh, one of few,
0: not one of many. Yeah. Fingers crossed. And hopefully he,
2: yeah, hopefully he, um, you know, does whatever he needs to to get those sick thoughts out of his head.
1: Yeah, take up yoga. Um, I'm just tired of like finding wrestlers and being like, oh, this guy's so cool, and then having to sit back and be like, well, has he done anything horrible lately? (laughs) Jesus Christ!
2: Yeah, we still got Johnny Gargano. Tiring. He's still good
0: so far so far so good that's what the kids say
2: yeah kenny we got kenny true and uh
1: kenny's my bike man,
2: kota ibushi
1: man i miss Koda. don't bring him up right now
2: <laughs> i miss him too look at that i saw i saw an article earlier today that was him saying like he doesn't play video games at all. He doesn't even really watch TV. If he turns on the TV, he has it sit on blacks and he just sits in the room staring at it. <laughs> the man is Prince. This is something else.
1: Man, I saw somebody talking. Coda and I are almost birthday
0: twins!
2: What's his birthday?
0: May 21st! Oh wow! Gemini King.
1: Um, I saw somebody speaking of Japanese wrestling. Um, Okada took a picture of his um what he walked out in at Wrestle Kingdom, and like I guess the flash was on because it was a reflective material,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and it looked ridiculous. He looks like you know like um like. The jackets that like road workers, the like, construction workers wear they kind of yeah, got like the silver jackets. reflection yeah, it's all reflective
3: <laughs> it's
1: ridiculous, and then I saw somebody talking about how like it was ugly, and I was like,, oh, how could you that was art that man did so much he didn't have to <laughs> God um also oh anyway, that is Japanese wrestling and I'm not going to get any more until the seventh. <laughs>
2: Also Matt Cardona wants to fight Shane McMahon in a in a death match on GCW. That would be sick. That would that would Listen,
1: I would <laughs> I would be down for that. I hate both of them and yet I don't hate both of them, so I win both ways.
2: Oh, that doesn't make any sense, but in, yeah, whatever. Um Okay, so you want to talk about uh uh, today's episode
0: of Dynamite. Sure. Okay.
2: Well, we first started off with John Moxley, versus Will or Yuta? Fun match. And, and we quit. we're, we're getting some nice progression with Yuta. Can see. Yeah. The, the progress.
1: Yeah. Um, it took about 10 minutes for Mox to kill him, so. Yeah. Um, we also had Dan, um Danhausen and Orange Cassidy on the sidelines.
2: hmm
1: Um
2: I'm still I'm still adamant that it shouldn't have been Lulu or Yuta he fought. It should have been like somebody in the Dark Order.
1: Yeah. But I like the idea of it being Yuda. I think that's sweet.
2: Yeah. I, I, um, I want I want some continuation of him fucking murdering Preston Vance. Like, there needs to be a response to that.
0: Yeah.
1: Yuta serves our hard drive, he misses off the bat. Mox then gets distracted by Orange Cassidy and Yuta flies out on him. Um, In that same process, um, he gets distracted by Orange Cassidy and then Danhausen curses him. Um... And then, oh no, that's later. Whoopsies. Sorry, folks. I just got ahead of myself. Oh my god. Anyways, um, Moxley gets destroyed by Orange Cassie, Yuta flies out onto him. Um, eventually, Yuta gets choked out, but Moxley um, ends up losing his grip. Yuta hits Moxley with the shotgun dropkick. kick. He turns Yuta inside out, though. Hits him with the pile driver. Then he starts like raking the back of Yuta. Um Yuta ends up getting a dropkick onto Moxley. Um, there's a Manhattan drop and a step up in Seguri. Uh, Wheeler goes up top but Moxley rolls to the apron. cheese Yuta on the apron and then Danhausen comes out of nowhere curses Moxley. Yuta flies out onto Moxley again. We get a German suplex to Mox back in the ring and then a roll through and up to Moxley but Mox gets free. Hits Yuta with a neckbreaker. Uh, there's a lariat to Mox, Moxley just plants him, um, or Yuta just plants Moxley, flies out onto him, but no pin. Eventually, Moxley gets the paradigm shift to Yuta to win.
2: Yes, 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 yes. Very fun match. Um, and then oh, after yeah, after that match, uh, Brian Danielson comes out. We got a little confrontation, but it wasn't. Quite the confrontation that we all thought it would be. Danielson says, For a long time, I wanted to see us fight, too, because you were different. But since you've come back, we've seen a new John Moxley. There's always been a part of me that wanted to test you. I was watching you. I don't care what anyone says, you were the best AEW world champion. John Moxley and Brian Danielson shouldn't be fighting. We should be fighting together. I know everyone here loves AEW, but there's no reason why some millennial cowboy should be AEW world champion. There's no reason why somebody dressed as a dinosaur should be a- should be AEW tag team champion. Together you and me, we could run this place. Whatever we want. What if we took somebody like Wheeler Yuta under our wings? What if we took Daniel Garcia away from 2.0? What if we took Lee Moriarty away from Matt Sydal? And we trained the future of pro wrestling together. Even if we don't even if they don't like me, uh they like what I'm talking about right now, In reference to the crowd, uh so John, I know this is a lot to put on your plate, so you don't have to answer right now. I want you to think about the possibilities, I want you to think about the greatness that we can create and the legacy that you want to leave. Why don't you think about it because Mox doesn't have a mic, so he can't really respond um but well, then we get a CM Punk and MJF video package and then we got the worst segment on the entire episode oh yeah this sucked so Brandy Rhodes comes out every time she's come out it's been it's been lame recently uh, she says I love every time I can get back to this town I love coming back to Cleveland or Chicago Uh <sighs> It's weird that she's going, like, full heel while Cody's, like, tweener.
1: I think also this was, like, when she said Cleveland or Chicago, it didn't come across as, like, her being a dick. It just came across as her, like, literally not knowing where the fuck she was.
2: Yeah. I mean, they were in Cleveland last week, so.
1: Yeah, I was like, uh, oh, she, I mean, she probably traveled a lot. She might really not know where the fuck she is.
2: (laughs) Um... So then Dan Lambert comes out. And he says, You would think somebody from a wrestling family would understand that it's bad for business when you speak bullshit. I'm gonna give a shot here. You can pretend Cody earned a spot in this company. You can pretend that your Brandy from the Block accent when you're mad isn't as fake as those boulders popping out of your shirt. It's a fucking horrible comment. Just... Yeah. Fucking low-hanging fruit shit uh he's
1: literally a piece of shit and i'm tired of listening but keep going
2: he said uh i may be a conservative sexist yada 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 i almost feel like a decent human being when i'm next to you he's like he railed into himself which is like I'm not sure if he's supposed to be a face or a heel right now. The fact that he's up against Brandy makes me think that he's trying to be face. But then you see him out with Hangman.
0: Clearly heel. Unless they're
2: just doing heel versus heel stuff, which is fine.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I... I, like i know that you took him reeling into himself as like him kind
0: of like like self derogatory shit but like at the same time he didn't seem like like
1: i don't know when you're like actually naming things that you truly are it's like well, you just made it easier for us to d- explain exactly why we don't like you.
2: Well, I I don't know who Dan Lambert is as a person, so it's hard for me to say for sure. But I wonder if this whole like because he, he was really laying on like the boomer uh, gimmick early on when he was talking about like like this generation and uh, cancel. Like he still brings up the cancel culture stuff. But he was really hammering in the, the this culture when he was up against the inner circle, but it's kind of toned down now. It's more general, bigoted stuff. Um,
1: it's not toned down. He's just zeroed in on being no, a no, sexist
2: misogynistic piece of shit. You didn't hear me. I said general, like he's covering sexism, cancel culture, like like he's covering. Every every aspect.
1: Yeah, but like why I don't understand. I'm not arguing
2: for him right now. I'm I'm not. not...
1: And I'm not arguing against you. Jesus. I'm just saying that I don't understand why AW thinks like we want to watch this. Like I get it. He's a heel. Great. But there are a ton of other heels that are just as good at being heels that don't have to be heels by like literally saying horrible shit. It's so confusing to me.
2: Like up against Hangman, that makes sense because we'll get the catharsis of the face beating the heel, and like literally the millennial beating the boomer.
3: Mm-hmm. It's it's
2: good catharsis. It's much better than Chris Jericho beating Dan Lambert, and it's miles better than. Uh, uh, Brandy Rhodes doing anything against uh, Dan Lambert because she's also a heel so the heel still wins I don't know it's very confusing
1: I yeah I just I'm tired first of all I don't need to see Dan Lambert twice I don't know why we're seeing Dan Lambert twice it's very confusing to me and it just seems like
0: poor planning almost
2: I don't think it's poor planning. I don't know. I I like, I'm
1: You don't see you don't see Alex Aberhantes twice. You don't see Matt Hardy twice. You don't see Andrade twice. You don't see uh, fucking uh who the fuck am I? You don't see Jake the Snake twice. Why do I have to see Dan twice? Like I get it. He's a loud mouth and like he's got a character, but like
2: There's sometimes you see Matt Hardy twice if HFOs do it But in different
1: situations. Stuff. Yeah. Like these are two very vastly different feuds.
2: I don't know. I guess we should ask Tony Khan. But I'm wondering with the whole Brandy situation if this results in like a real um American Top Team versus Nightmare Family feud and Cody like gets mad at Brandy like why would you start this? you're trying to just lay low or whatever like like this causes some tension between cody and brandy because she's trying to go full heel he's trying to restrain himself trying to hold back yeah
1: yeah i mean i don't know i i sort of don't trust the roads to be that nuanced about things
2: oh cody's a great um, writer though oh sometimes he he can do some really good stuff when he's booking for himself.
0: <clears throat> yeah. um I just I, I don't know I don't know maybe it's because I'm also a woman
1: but he makes my fucking skin crawl and I hate watching it mm-hmm. like it makes me whenever I, whenever he comes on television I straight up just want to turn the chain, like TV yeah.
2: off which sucks because Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, Lance Archer, they're all incredible talents that could, would do just fine without him. Like,
1: Yeah, and it makes me also miserable too because it's like, Dan Lambert's saying like this nasty, horrible shit, and Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky are like, Oh shit, and I'm like, I want to let you two, you fucking assholes.
2: Like, Ethan and Scorpio are great talkers. Lance...
1: I want to like them, but I also... like. I know I'm supposed to hate them, but like, I want to enjoy hating them.
2: Lance is a fine talker, but he's got Jake the Snake. As we saw today, that's... Jake, he can talk just fine. He's a great talker.
1: And that's the other reason why I don't understand why we have Dan Lambert involved in that storyline, because, like, yeah, okay, he's doing the boomer shit, but, like, could Jake not Jake manhandled a python for most of his career. Could he not, like, convincingly call Hangman a pandy?
2: No. Like Jake the Snake's charming.
1: He, he's, he's so kind likable. Of a deer, honestly.
2: <laughs> I can't hate Jake the Snake.
1: I know. It's like hating I, Tully. I, I, but like, I mean, how much? he sounded pretty nasty.
2: He didn't sound nasty. He sounded like. Like, you know what's coming, Hangman. The winds I don't of know. Destiny. I just, I...
0: I don't... I think... I think that
1: Lance is still getting more comfortable on the mic. And it feels weird saying that because Lance has been around for a while. But I don't think he's had to rely on being, like, promo. I mean, like he's like a promo guy for a while.
2: He doesn't even make promos much anymore. I mean, I think he did when uh, he was feuding against Mox. But with since his return and just before his return, he wasn't really on the mic that much.
1: He was never really... Yeah, he wasn't really on the mic. He did a lot of, like, recorded promos. Yeah. Um... I I I don't know. The all I can come back to on this is just that I can't handle watching Dan Lambert.
2: Yeah, and, and, and yeah, all of his promos, all of his segments, they're all shitty. They all suck the life out of every episode.
1: And it's the same shit now too. Especially when he's like just doing Brandy, mm. or even even with just Hangman, it's the same shit. It's like, oh, Brandy's out there. He's gonna like make some stripper hooker comments he's gonna talk about her tits i guess like of course he is yeah and then hangman it's like oh he's gonna make fun of him for being a millennial like yeah baby boy i'll just play last week's promo and we can
2: and i i don't even understand the like the gimmick of american top team because when it was against inner circle they were all like mma fighters and oh ethan page and scorpio were mma fighters i don't know about scorpio but ethan was oh um, i didn't know that um but now Paige van zandt was just brought back today yeah um but besides her it was just ethan scorpio and lance and it hardly even feels like lance is sided with dan because he pushes past him every time last week or the week before dan was like afraid of lance
1: that's the other thing, too, that confuses me about Dan and Lance being like in this together, sort of, is that it seems like they're trying to push two feuds at the same time. Mm-hmm. Except Dan Lambert is not fucking wrestling hangman, so that doesn't matter.
2: Yeah.
1: It's so weird. I mean, I don't get it. I don't know who he knows or like what he has over Tony Conrad, right no, but I'm tired.
2: Him and Tony Khan are friends. Which is very weird ah. because Dan Lambert does the whole anti-millennial thing while Tony Khan's a millennial, you know, or Gen X. Maybe
1: he's like, I hate all millennials except
0: the rich ones. Uh,
2: again, there's, there's that hope, that optimistic hope that this is all just a gimmick. It's all just a gimmick and he's amping it up for the camera.
1: Yeah, but we saw that fucking wrestling belt with the conservative he's flag col- displayed
2: front. No, 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 it's counter. not. It's not a. It's not a conservative flag. It's the Confederate flag.
1: Sorry, Confederate. <laughs>
2: that could <can> be very <laughs> oh, offensive. Sorry,
1: I'm not sorry <laughs> but like, fuck. Oopsies. Um, Freudian slip, if you will.
2: Uh, but he's he he likes to collect belts. You know. Uh, again, okay. again, it's it's that hope. It's that hope that somebody's not shitty. I like to maintain that hope.
1: I'll let you have your hope, buddy. I don't have any, but I'll let you have yours.
2: <sighs> right, anyway, let me finish the promo because I never... Oh, yeah. Um, Brandy then says, I feel like we should get to know each other. Most champions on your team in history. Things are good, going good for you, but not great. It is a little telling that your best fighter got his ass knocked out by Jake Paul and Amanda Nunez lambert says all that charm and a quick wit too don't you think it's time your whole family goes heel the only face turn is they'll accept you the, the only face turn they'll accept is your job which is to turn face down your former job which is to turn face down and it's always so cringy when anyone brings up like a face or heel turn in a promo
0: mm-hmm.
2: brandy slaps dan lambert Dan says, I had a feeling you might be in a fighting mood tonight. I'm not the only person who has slapping the shit out of you on his bucket list. I got a better idea for you tonight. And then Paige Van Zant comes out. Tax Brandy. For some reason, the whole women's locker room empties. Like, why?
1: Yeah. There are also some women that I've never seen before.
2: Probably dark women. Yeah. Um. So then we go to the AHFO. God, I hate that name AHFO. I do too.
1: I wonder how long it's gonna last because it does not roll off the tongue.
2: Yeah, I think I think Darby will kind of be the the splitting factor. Maybe Andrade can't get Darby and Matt Hardy gets mad at him because he can't fulfill the one thing he promised. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's very this is, like, one of those stories that makes me love AEW because, like, literally anything can happen. It's not predictable. Yeah. Um. So Matt Hardy says to um, uh, the private party, he says, you failed to bring the titles to the AHFO. I want that title. Andrade walks in, he says, you lost last week. What happened? Uh, Matt says, it was an embarrassment for the TNT title. Isaiah Castillo will be facing Sammy on Rampage. Um, Andrade says, I don't want any mistakes. And then Isaiah, Isaiah slips up. He says, I'm going to take his title tonight. Because it's being filmed tonight, but it's not being released tonight, Isaiah.
1: Let Isaiah
2: have it. it. Uh, And I feel it. I might also take his girl. Isaiah and Ty Conti.
0: Listen. (laughs) Let
1: the the boy shoot for the moon.
2: (laughs) Uh, um, God. Matt then says, why is Darby not signed yet? And Andrade is like, I don't know. Maybe he wants more money. Matt Hardy turns to Isaiah and says, don't fail me. We haven't seen TH2 Um, in a long time.
1: Please don't remind me. Try to have a good day.
2: Jack Evans literally said they, they don't like stories. They just like to wrestle.
1: Okay, I don't need them to have a story. I just need to see them.
2: They're not even on dark anymore. I don't know what happened. Maybe maybe they're like, um, like Peter Avalon and all those guys with their contracts expiring,
0: not getting renewed.
1: I'm not sure. I feel like I remember them re-signing recently. Really? I I could be so fucking wrong though. I could be.
2: Um, I know I haven't seen their names pop up anywhere, but you never know. I think there were like. When the list of names was being announced, there was like and more. Maybe they're in there.
1: Maybe. Um also this is so off topic. Okay. Um, but you were asleep for it. hmm. The there was a promo last night on NXT between um Trick and Carmelo um on C- uh Cameron Grimes. Mm hmm. It was good as fuck. Really? Like that's something I, I, I know I could to save this for later,
0: but I want to tell you now because I probably forget. But it was really good.
1: Carmelo had like one line that I was like sitting there, and I was like, oh "My God!"
2: Carmelo's the new Iron wow. Pole. He really is.
1: Carmelo, I think, is like the one person in NXT right now that I'm like, I see him on like on my screen, I'm like, "Yay!"
2: It's like if- we got something. Like if Adam Cole had Malcolm Bivens as his manager,
1: I uh, I feel like Trick is even better than Malcolm. I'm sorry.
2: Well, I I think Malcolm's more like comedy oriented. Trick can can be a hybrid.
0: Yeah, he goes he goes both ways.
2: Yeah. But anyways, yeah.
1: that's all I have to say. I just knew I would forget if I didn't tell you this now.
2: Yeah, they're both. I, I I'm. Firm in my belief that NXT 2.0 ha- does have great talents and the foundation of a good promotion. But they just need better writing.
1: Oh yeah, there were like three separate instances last night where it was like a romance storyline. Like separate romance storyline.
2: I don't mind the Malik Idris one where they were just crushing on Mandy. Like that's that's kind of, that's nice. It's normal to have there a crush on someone. There was that?
1: There was that. There was uh, Brooks. Briggs. No, Brooks. Oh, the other one. Um, crushing on Caden, I think. One of the two of them. Um. There was, uh, Persia crushing on deck uh, on Duke.
2: Oh, Not Dexter. Dexter oh God.
1: <laughs> Imagine that feud. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe. <laughs> But yeah, it was just like all this shit, and I was like...
2: NXT 2.0 is high school. It's literally high school. You literally got Chase U. I mean, like Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy's like the conservative kid.
1: That everyone wants to shove in a locker?
2: Yeah. But he's got the bigger conservative kid. I don't know.
1: (laughs) The bigger,
3: scarier
0: conservative kid.
2: I don't know, I'm making shit up but I've seen a lot of comparisons to high school
0: yeah, no, you're not wrong
2: wish, uh, Anyway. wish William Regal was still around anyway so then we had kings of the black throne or knights of the black throne if you're the graphics guy versus penta and pack this match was
3: fun <laughs>
0: That's just fucking ridiculous.
1: I love this match.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So Kings of the Black Throne, they come out. They're looking fantastic. Ever. Um, loving it. Um <laughs> And then Pack or well, Penta comes out first. And then Pack comes out. Using Alex Abrahantes as his fucking like guide dog basically
2: <laughs> which is even more fucked when, when you realize what happened later He <laughs> could see the whole time <laughs> it...
1: so pat comes out with like the the blindfold on and everything and you're like yeah you're sitting there and you're thinking god damn it is this man about to wrestle with a blindfold because i was about to be fucking impressed and he wrestled for, like, five seconds with it, and I was still fucking with Um, honestly. Basically, Pac ends up, he's got a little moveset, and then he finally pulls the blindfold off. And it's like, ah, I can see. And I was like, well, why the fuck did you pretend not to be able to see, goofball?
2: Yeah, everyone was expecting uh, for, like, the eye paint or whatever.
1: Yeah. I, I I was also like even just expecting like contact or something?
2: Yeah. But maybe maybe it's a swerve. Like maybe it'll it'll come out at some point. Maybe Penta's now cursed.
1: That's what I was thinking. I wonder if that's the swerve.
2: Maybe uh um, maybe someone'll come in from outside and just join like Tony Deppen.
1: Nah, Tony's busy.
2: I would kill for Tony Deppin to join House of Black right now. That'd be so That'd
1: be sick. Um, ironically, Tony Deppin just had a child named Array of Sunshine.
2: And yet he's so, still working GCW. He's wrestling Thunder Rosa soon. That's going to be so much. Um, That's going to be like match of the year for me. <laughs> I, I love just, both In of
1: context, them. In context, I love the idea of Tony Deppin joining. House of Black, and like within like the Kayfabe just imagining this like guy, he's part of it, and he's got a child straight up named after Sunshine. Love it.
2: Meanwhile, love it. I think have, it's beautiful.: You have one man in a band named God's Hate.:
1: <laughs> One man with eight cats.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then Julia Hart, who has a snake that just she has on her lap.
1: Still my favorite thing in the world is that Julia Hart has the fucking snake and Malachi's the one with eight cats and several of them are like the squished faced cats.
2: Oh, like the Japanese like, they ones? They look
1: perpetually pissed off.
2: Oh, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, like the pug-faced ones.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: I remember I saw pictures of them and I was like, that's a face only a mother could love.
2: Imagine if Tony Deppin joined House of Black, but like like, um, uh, Malachi and Brody came out to God's hate, and then Tony comes out to his uh I forget the name of his song, but <laughs> when he's, we we built just, this city? Yeah, we built this city <laughs> the worst song ever. <laughs> God
1: uh. um, okay, so we get I don't know the name of this move, I used to know the name of this move, and I haven't been. 'Cause I just it's been a minute since we watched Lucha Bros or Death Triangle or anything of that ilk for that matter. Um what is the thing where Penta kicks a guy in the butt? What is the name of that? I don't know. It's a move. No, it's a
0: fucking move.
2: Uh keep going and no, I'll pull it up.
1: Okay. Um but he does that. Pack holds uh, Malachi in place. Um, also, Pack is wearing his typical trunks, both red piping on the front, and then a black armband and a red armband, which perfectly matches Malachi's black and red Muay Thai shorts and Brody's black and red trunks. Which I don't know if that was like too obvious to be like a sign, but. If it's not, it's not. Um. Eventually, we get Penta in. He hits a sling blade to Malachi and to Brody. There's a DT to King and a kick to Malachi's jaw. Uh. Eventually, we get a shotgun drop kick to Brody from Pack and a backstabber to Malachi from Penta. Um. Once Pack is the legal man, Malachi hits a sliding knee to his head. We get a brainbuster to Malachi and Brody King bops in to break up the pin. Then we get a kick upside the head of Brody King from Penta, uh, and then a thrust kick to Malachi from uh, Pack and then from Penta. Uh, Pack goes up top. He gets sent off though by Brody. Perfect tuck and roll. Perfect little tuck and roll. Um, eventually Malachi hits Penta with the Black Miss. Sits politely as Brody. After well actually sorry they get off the Dante's Inferno. Then he, he sits politely and King covers bada bing
2: I can't find the name of that move but oh well um, so after that match we get Adam Cole backstage and he says I'm still undefeated in singles competition my record reflects that Adam C- Orange Cassidy didn't beat me that was a fluke in my record. I still don't get the respect I deserve. I'm one of the best wrestlers on the planet. In two nights' time I am going to fight evil, Uno. The entire world will know exactly what I want. And then we get Nyla Rose versus Ruby Soho. And uh the lead singer of Do you know do you know the name of the band? Rancid. Rancid. That does uh Ruby Soho, the the theme song. He was there, he was in the crowd.
1: Yes, I believe his name is Tim Ar Tim Armstrong.
2: Tim Armstrong. Tim? Mm. Like okay. Timothy? That's what I said.
1: Oh, I thought you said him. And I was like, no. that's not a name. But sure. <laughs> um, so I guess I should have assumed that you were saying Tim. <laughs> um Nyla drops Ruby. Uh we get a Death Valley driver to Ruby. Ruby then lifts Nyla, drops her on the apron. Uh, She goes for a no future, but Vicky Guerrero helps Nyla cheat. Uh, Ruby then turns on Vicky, and Nyla pulls her back into the ring. Uh, Ruby follows Nyla up top, tries to hit her with a hurricane rana off the top rope. Um, But Nyla... Nyla nearly beast bombs Ruby off that top rope instead. Um, eventually, Ruby fails to get the Nyla Santon's down onto her. Hits her with the Beast Bomb to win the match. It was not the most significant match in the world, in my opinion. It was a eh.
0: yeah, neither here nor there.
2: Yeah. Um. Also, apparently, um, the wrestler Frank the Clown was in the front row at a, a show. And there's he posted he posted a picture on Twitter of Danhausen at Ringside glaring at him very angrily and said, Oh oh god damn it, am I gonna get cursed again?
0: God. <laughs>
1: I love it. I love it.
2: Oh, he's based in Chicago, okay, that's why he was there.
1: Yeah, isn't there like also a snowstorm? Yeah. In Chicago? Yeah.
2: They give a warning for everyone to drive uh, to get there, try and get there early or leave early so that uh, they can drive carefully.
1: I feel like once you live in Chicago, like if you don't have like tires that are capable of handling snow, then you're not living in Chicago. Yeah. But also, I mean, we live in New York and I don't have tires that can handle snow.
0: Judge.
2: Yeah. All right, so then we get uh, Gun Club confronting Jungle Boy. They make fun of his name being Jungle Boy. Um, they start beating him up. Christian Cage runs in and chases them away. Um, it is, I think it was uh, Ty Conti who posted on Instagram the temp... The, excuse me, the temperature in Chicago it was minus five today. Um, and and all of Gun Club plus Luchasaurus were all shirtless. In minus five Minus five Degrees That is fucking fucking, ridiculous
1: Um Sorry you're saying that they were shirtless Austin had a massive scarf on
2: Massive scarf Like massive scarf
1: Literally like a massive scarf
2: (laughs) Um Miriam said do you think that's why the pacing Of this episode was a little off to allow For fans to leave without missing much I don't know, because the finish was like a finish. I feel like that would have happened regardless of the weather. Um, I think it was just a weird episode. I think. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Dynamite's been very weird with their pacings recently.
1: I think that's why maybe I didn't find this match very interesting.
2: The uh, this final, the final
1: match, yeah. I think it's just because the pacing of the episode just felt wonky, because everything happened in like the first hour, and like Punk vs. MJF, like yeah, that was a big match, but at the same time, it was not like I don't know. It, it, the match itself was not like a brutal match, like Hangman and Daniel or, or Brian Danielson. Um, that like kind of kept me in the whole time. There was like a lot of here and there, like working on joints, which normally I'm a sucker for, but it just didn't, it didn't hit for me. It's a shame. I know.
2: Um, I... But Then we get hangman Adam page in the ring. He says, I've been champion for 81 days and I've defended it twice. Not as bad as Don Pokemon who had the championship for 365 days and only defended it once. Um I begged and pleaded for a challenger, and here I am still waiting. I've got a five month old baby at home, a foot of snow outside, and a flight that will probably get cancelled and His lower third today was doesn't know his flight was cancelled.
1: but he had an inkling uh
2: I really don't give a shit about the Texas death match. I need something, and I don't need it next week. I need it tonight. Uh, why don't you get your sturdy your sturdy ass out here?
1: <laughs> That's how I'm going to refer to Lance from now on. Sturdy.
2: <laughs> and give these people a fight. Dan Lambert and Jake Robertson come out. And Lambert says, A cowboy like you will be comfortable in Chicago where their people canceled the Indians. Canceled their Indians. Um... Jake Roberts says, "People are starting to tell me you act different. You having nightmares? You smell something? I bet it's fear." Like he says this shit, I'm like, "You're just, you're just the creepy, foreboding old man in the movie." You're Honestly, I feel
1: comforted by him. He's like, he's saying all the shit. I'm just, maybe it's fear at the moment. Yeah,
2: he's a nice man. Jake Roberts is a nice old man.
1: Like, he strikes me as, like, the man who, like, in the movie is, like, he's grizzled and hardened, and then, like, after you go fishing with him once, he's, like, he kind of opens up a little bit. He's, oh, he's a warm guy deep down.
2: He's, he's like, um... the The old man from Up. What's his name?
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know his name, but... Exactly.
2: Um so then Lance Archer storms out and he says just shut up Paige let's do this and a brawl breaks out and then Lance puts uh, Paige through a table Chris Jericho is a promo he says Santana Ortiz what you did last week was disrespectful why? because of Eddie Kingston? we started AEW together does Eddie have some kind of hold over you? I am more This this is a weird comment I am more of an influencer than Kylie Jenner is on Instagram.
1: Yeah, that was a weird one. It was a choice.
2: Chris Jericho's hip. That's why he feuded with Dan Lambert first. He's a man of the people. Um, (laughs) So then he said, I'm demanding a full inner circle team meeting next week live in the ring. Attendance is mandatory. This was real life. Imagine, imagine your 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 team at work. Your team at work is like or your boss is like, I demand a full meeting in the middle of Times Square. Attendance is mandatory. That's it's it's dumb. <laughs> like keep so it to stupid. yourselves.
1: He's like, I want to hash out our problems in front of everyone.
2: Yeah. Uh, so then we get MJF for CM Punk.
1: Yeah.
2: I I really like this match. I didn't even mind the finish too much.
1: I didn't mind the finish.
2: A lot of people don't like the finish.
0: Mm-hmm. Fuck him.
1: Just kidding. Um, uh, I didn't like the whole match. So what am I to say? Uh, MJF is being really evasive for a little while. He gets a few blows to the chest from Punk. Um, we go to the stands. MJF gets dropped onto a railing, and then we get spine Spinebusters. Punk gets sent into the ring post once we're back in the ring. Uh, there's a crossbody to MJF and a neckbreaker to MJF and a bulldog to MJF, and then a body slam on the apron to MJF. Um, Punk goes up top. MJF wiggles the rope, sending him down onto his unmentionables. Uh... Punk however gets the Pepsi twist off onto MJF and then he starts getting choked out. And MJF has taken a piece of tape from his wrist and wrapped it around Punk's neck and then put him in a headlock yeah. to obscure the tape that's yeah. around Punk's neck.
2: He was using it as a as a garrote but he couldn't like yeah. hide it and throw it away so he wrapped his arm around in a, in a chokehold.
1: Right. Right. Um and uh punk is knocked out and we still have half an hour left of the fucking episode
2: to be fair sean Rossell pointed this out on twitter there's a difference between being choked out and getting knocked out
1: okay yeah sorry he was choked out but still
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um 30 minutes left in the episode bryce remsberg says mjf's the winner and I was like, that, there's no way in hell this is where this fucking match ends. There's no way in hell. Because there's nothing planned for after this. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do? Sit in silence, talk about our feelings. Um,
2: Rip Baker has another promo where she's yelling at Tony Schiavone.
0: No, then Adam comes out and fights Tony. Um.
1: And then the tape falls from MJF's arms, and Bryce sees it, and he says, As Punk is laying on the ground gasping for breaths he's like we're restarting the match and I was like <laughs> if I were punk I'd just be like fuck you
2: I'm
1: gonna lay here
2: Good had time to rest
1: um punk immediately goes to roll up MJF and at that point I was like wait no it still can't end here like it's still a fucking half hour um he gets a second win though Hits a Manhattan drop, which is also inverted atomic drop. They just kept saying Manhattan drop for some reason. Um, and area. <sighs> there's a springboard clothesline to MJF. MJF ends up getting like this funky little cloverleaf armbreaker. Submission hold on Punk. Um Punk gets free of that, gets MJF into the STF. Punk can barely hold on to it because his arm's fucked up. Punk then hits a poison run onto MJF. Oh god. Mind you. Hunk also nearly poisoned Ronaldald himself,
2: yeah, he didn't um, because he, yeah you you say
1: uh, he he basically he nearly landed on Zed, um he managed to uh turn his face just in time to like not go squish, but woof,
2: yeah, he didn't was uh, not
1: a pretty landing
2: he didn't clear it all the way and follow through completely. Luckily he yeah. he tilted his head so he wasn't landing straight on his neck. Um So hopefully
0: yeah.
2: uh oh, it's a good thing that he like wasn't injured or anything. Hmm. I agree. Also speaking of injuries real quick. Uh Leo Rush is still announced for GCW's Welcome to the Heartbreak, which is uh February 25th. Don't well, I mean,
0: if, if he just dis- he dislocated a shoulder,
1: right?
2: Yeah, but he said he's not okay. I don't know if that's just that that's physically or physically and mentally, or just mentally. But uh, he's fighting AJ Gray for the Extreme Championship. So that's something he's gotta. I be okay would for. hope
0: that he was going into that match totally okay because yeah. he's going to need to be totally okay. Yeah. Leo, reconsider, babe. Yeah. Um, anyways, so we get a chop block, two punk, and then another one, and
1: then a low blow. And then we start biting each other. I don't fucking know why. Uh, MJF it, fights punk, it, punk bites MJF.
2: It, it shows that punk can fight dirty, too. MJF isn't the only one who can fight dirty, which is how he's had the upper hand.
1: I just don't think I'd ever be comfortable putting my mouth entirely on somebody's fucking head.
2: If you're at that point where you've already taken like you've been in a half hour long match at that point, and you're fighting someone you're like desperate to win, I feel like you would.
1: Yeah, maybe I'd bite him. Yeah. I am scrappy. Um Punk hits the Pepsi plunge to MJF, which according to JR, he has not done in fourteen years.
2: Over a decade.
1: Over a decade, as JR also said.
2: And and I don't know if this was just Punk selling it, but he busted his knee on the. Or not busted it, but he hurt his knee on the landing.
1: Yeah, so I saw somebody ask what happened to Punk's knee, and I did not catch anything. He, so. he was
2: kind of selling it throughout the match, but that. Well, that I knew he was selling good. it
1: because MJF targeted it at yeah. one point.
2: But all, that I just didn't know that he fucked it. Yeah, I don't know. Not it, good. The, the landing, like. Like, jumping from the middle rope onto your knees, that doesn't look fun at all.
1: True. That's true.
0: Um. Eventually
1: Punk, I believe, goes for the GTS. Um, MJF goes to ringside. And then who appears? But War Daddy himself.
3: Um
1: comes out and everybody's sitting there like is he gonna fucking now should have saved punk some time um but
0: he kind of like gives
1: punk a look and and, uh, it's a very weird tense moment but what we don't really notice at the time at least I didn't notice at the time was that he handed off a ring, MJF's ring, to MJF.
2: The the dynamite so diamond that, ring.
1: Yes. So that MJF could sock Punk and get the win.
2: Yeah. Um, finish makes a lot of sense. Because commentary even mentioned he's still on that contract with MJF, which Smart Mark Sterling brought up already in the past. So, I think we're gonna get a bit of the storyline when that contract expires, or he breaches the contract. But I feel like he won't breach the contract because it's like a whole plot hole. That like mm-hmm. oh I didn't smart Mar- like smart Mark Sterling could sue or something or MJF could sue yeah and that would be lame to watch on TV um but yeah I I like that this is all happening begrudgingly and it's probably gonna come down to MJF first Wardlow at Revolution which is in March a month away
0: yeah I was about to say sounds so far away, and then I realized it was like, it's gonna
1: be marked by like tomorrow,
2: yeah but yeah very, i i thought it was a very fun match um like you already said, it wasn't like a classic, but it had a story, had good beats um
0: and it it had it had like passion you know
2: like I, I felt the story there had emotion heart
0: yeah I i mean it.
1: I just think it would have been better if it was shorter if they had taken everything that happened and condensed it it would have been a better match in my opinion
2: yeah yeah maybe they had some stuff planned for Brian Kendrick Toward the later half. Brian Kendrick Maybe. and Brian Danielson. Brian's...
0: I really wonder if they, like, were gonna
1: sign Kendrick. I don't feel like they would have, honestly. Uh, I,
2: I think they would have. I think they would have. You do? He's a pretty big name, and uh, him and Danielson have a lot of history together.
0: Plus, he he yeah. is
2: brian kendrick is a former wwe champion oh. interim w there was a match <laughs> there was a match in uh oh what was it it was in wwe where they um like if you're the last one standing in the ring you are the wwe champion until the next person comes out. And there was a moment where Brian Kendrick was in the ring. And he, he was champion for like five seconds before getting thrown out or pinned or something.
0: Okay. But
3: fine. Still Fair
2: enough. former interim WWE champion. Alright. So do you want to go to the best of the night?
1: I will talk about one best of the night
2: only one it's well we gotta talk to three actually oh and if you have a question for our question segment leave it in the chat right now and we'll get to it at the after the best of the night if you're watching on youtube leave a comment we'll get to it in the next episode if you're listening on spotify join us at the live show twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast all right so let's talk promo of the night Uh, oh it's easy Danielson
0: and Mox hell yeah very easy alright let's talk uh, wrestler of the night you you can wrestle at all wrestling peace does not count what about my emotions it doesn't count that's a dark match. Don't you know it? All right, so
2: three wrestlers. You ready? Yeah. Um, Pack, CM Punk, and MJF.
0: MJF. Okay,
2: I personally would have gone with. Punk with how much he was selling the body parts he was getting worked on. Like by the end of the match, half like he was selling half his body being hurt. But MJF
0: was still good. You still want to go with MJF?
1: I'll go with Punk if you really want to go with Punk.
2: I just love it when someone sells. Like, like, not just bumps. Sells. Like, sell that shit through the whole match. Um. Yeah. Let's go with Punk.
0: Okay.
2: Alright, so Match of the Night. I don't know if you'll agree with my pick for Match of the Night, but as always, we go from the worst to the best Match of the Night. And then we'll talk about which one is the Match of the Night. So. the Worst Match of the Night tonight was... With a five out of ten, Nyla Rose versus Ruby Soho. Um so someone came out did someone come out to distract in this match or something?
1: No, Vicky distracted.
2: Okay. Um yeah, I mean, it was a pretty decent match. It was pretty decent.
0: Yeah, I mean it wasn't a bad match. It just wasn't
2: wasn't well, spectacular. Yeah. Uh, next up, also with a 5 out of 10, John Moxley versus Wheeler Yuda. It's great to see the progression that Wheeler Yuda is showing in the ring and as a character. Very good stuff. Uh, next up with a 6 out of 10, Kings of the Black Throne versus Pac and Penta El Very fun match. This is pretty fun. Bit with the with the pack removing his eye cover, his eye uh, rag. It's cool, unexpected. Um, personally, my pick for match of the night. I have a feeling you'll disagree. MJF for CM
0: Punk. I don't agree, but I. Who would
1: have picked Pack and Penta versus Kings of
2: the Black Throne?
1: The Black Throne. Thank you. Such a long
0: name. Copped. It's
2: hard. It's hard to argue against anything with Penta and Pack, even Malachi.
1: I know it was a good lineup
2: for the match. It was just a straight up fun match. Alright, we'll go with it.
0: Yes. Um
1: also at one point um Dan Lambert, by the way, in his promo with Hangman,
0: said uh something about
1: Cleveland and then he said and you know what they did to their indians
2: yeah cuz the cleveland
1: up. indians and i was like, huh
2: i i mentioned that
1: oh you did yeah. i i missed it when you were mentioning it but i just remember i heard that
0: and i was like jesus fucking christ
2: yeah but the way i mean he's he's bringing up like getting canceled and stuff in like these ridiculous ways almost caricature ways I don't know. Again, there's that hope that he, he's not serious about this.
0: Like he he knows
2: he's gonna get heat by bringing it up. Um. What what's what's the name of the oh it's the, they're the commanders now. The Indians are now the commanders. I think.
0: Or oh, I I didn't know that they had actually come up with a new name
2: um Washington Commud- didn't they oh, wait, out, no, like the, sick the, fuck. the Redskins are now the commanders
1: oh yeah cause they were like oh we don't want to be Washington football team and I was like why
0: it's perfect
2: yeah what, what's the
1: the Cleveland Guardians they're the Guardians now and they've got like cool ass fucking uh jerseys and everything
2: but also that's cleveland <laughs> yeah, i don't of... even know
1: why he was bringing it up
2: wait did wait did brandy confuse him <laughs> maybe
1: <laughs> oh god yeah look at this look at that cool oh go away
2: oh the guardians that a cool logo yeah the guardians yeah. have a sick logo sick name too
0: I don't know what the, the guardians up, but it's still cool.
2: Yeah. Um <laughs> Morgan's miss joining in uh, about the Ken Ken Brian Kendrick stuff. Yeah. He was he was a wrestler we all enjoyed. But now he he sucks. Anti-semite.
0: We don't stand for those folks here.
2: Alright, so you want to answer some questions?
1: Yeah, I'll answer a question.
2: Alright, um, so. Again, if you have a question for a question segment, leave it in the chat now and we'll get to it. We'll we'll answer it. We'll we'll talk. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. Spotify, join us live, twitch.tv forward slash a pitfall podcast. Um, alright, so Miriam asked... Who do you think is going to feud with Britain next, and who do you think will be the one to take the title off her? Well, I got an easy one for taking the title off. It's
0: Thunder Rosa. Yeah. As far as... I think... Hmm.
1: Well, isn't Julia Hart technically next in line to...
2: No, because she lost the TBS title match oh yeah let me see let me see because oh, um, usually
1: down. that's what they go by
2: Pick their or at least
1: that's pretty accurate
2: yeah they, they stick pretty closely to the rankings as of last week red velvet was um number one but Layla Hirsch beat her so I think Layla Hirsch is up next would be cool i
1: would not be shocked if layla is the next one um and i would not be shocked if before brit loses the title jamie hater turns on mm.
2: yeah i saw someone i uh... i
1: feel like that'll happen mm-hmm. i feel like she will challenge for the title and i feel like she will event she will lose
2: yeah yeah uh, But i'm but... excited for it yeah, Thunder Rose has definitely taken that, that off. Uh, but she's got a feud with Mercedes Martinez first. Serena Deeb is ahead of her in the rankings, but she's feuding with Hikaru Shida, who's not even on the rankings right now.
1: Wait, no, Hikaru Shida left for a little while, so Serena Deeb might stick her nose in because like, she's just been kind of being hyped up lately. She doesn't oh. have a feud.
2: Oh, they, yeah, they kind of wrote off. I'm pretty off sure Shida. also,
1: I, Shida might actually be injured.
2: Hmm, okay.
1: For real, for real.
2: Well, right now, the top five is Red Velvet, Layla Hirsch, Serena Deeb, Thunder Rosa, and Anna J. Anna's not going for that. She might go for the TBS title, but she's definitely not going for Brit. It's gonna be... I wonder
0: if it'll be Deeb. Huh? I wonder
1: if it'll be Deeb.
2: Who's next? Yeah. No. Because
1: if they're not ready to be done with the Layla-Red Velvet thing, because Layla's also got a feud
2: with with Chris? Yeah. yeah, Because
1: Velvet kind of stood up for Chris Statlander and that's where that feud started.
2: Yeah, yeah. Or maybe she goes for the title and Chris like gets in her way or something.
1: Wait, no, she's definitely going after Chris next because remember that's what hap- after Red Velvet's match Statlander came out.
2: Oh, right, right, right.
1: And like ran after her. Yeah. So I definitely I would put my money on Deeb.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't like Serena Deeb, but I'm gonna put my money on her.
2: Yeah. She's a good next pick. But yeah, Thunder is easily the next the, the next champion.
1: She's gotta be. If it's not her, I'm gonna be like insane.
2: If it's not her, it's Ruby Soho, but after today's match I highly doubt it.
1: Yeah, she kinda got crushed.
2: Yeah. I feel like Nyla Rose should be climbing up the rankings.
0: Didn't Nyla just recently challenge? No. I don't think so. Because she's been in the TBS tournament. Oh, yeah. Time is a flat circle at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
2: Yeah. Serena Deeb, Thunder Rosa...
1: I think they would stay away from Nyla because I know Nyla did challenge um, after Britt got it.
2: Mm. So, oh yeah, because they had her ceremony and she crashed it.
0: Yeah, yeah. God, that was a while ago.
2: It was. It was. Um, But yeah, time really is a circle. Who's uh, who's next in line for the men's titles? We've got again this is from last week so well Lance obviously is challenging Adam Page right now I think Adam Cole is up next Dante Martin is is rank number two
1: Cole being up next makes sense I think he's gonna moxley himself a little bit I think so cause he's fighting Evil Uno
2: yeah yeah um that's gonna be a good ass feud Dante and Sammy is is you know textbook mid card title. Yeah, but uh, Andrade is is number four in the rankings as of last week. And mm. Hobbs is number five. We gotta have Hobbs go for the main title. Seriously,
1: Hobbs to do something. Yeah, need that man in action.
2: Get get fucking team Taz in the in the main event, please. Um, let's see what about uh tag teams oh, private parties no longer number one gun club I think is next up for Jurassic Express and then the acclaimed is right below them FTR is coming up too. FTR and Jurassic Express would be pretty fun I don't know I'm still not sold on Jurassic Express as champs
1: I'm tired of Christian I've said it before I'll say it again
2: Mm -hmm. have have Christian turn the most interesting Jurassic Express was was when Jungle Boy was like in contention for the world title remember that
1: and when there was like weird tension between him and Luchasaurus that apparently never actually existed and we just read into it way too much but there was
2: Yeah Oh yeah when like Yeah
1: When like Luchasaurus was like doing shit and Jungle Boy was like Ah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah Memories
2: Alright that's all the questions we have Liz would you like to close out the show
1: Sure thing uh, If you join us tonight thank you so much and if you join us in the future Thank you so much uh, Happy Valentine's Day um, if you don't have a Valentine, we'll be your Valentine, one of us you can choose um or Pete's uh no
2: Pete's you can't get to be anyone's quite see Valentine. her you can... huh Pete doesn't get to be anyone's Valentine
1: Jeez. I think you said Valentine, and I was like, we're not doing that today,
2: I did, but it was a slip slip out oh
1: okay
0: Um
1: please join us tomorrow while we talk about impact my favorite show um is it yeah Hmm. um we will get crazy steve versus jonah
2: macklin versus jonathan gresham
1: again but this is like
2: impact rules no honor and uh vincent Um, versus josh alexander
0: vincent oh really Yeah.
2: yeah
1: And maybe we'll find out why Eddie Edwards wouldn't hit Vincent Wilkendo's stick because that was weird.
2: Yeah, it was.
1: That was fucking strange.
2: I, love so. him.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: get it.
2: All right. Thank you all and, so much for watching. Oh, also, oh.
1: don't we have uh, GOD going through the tag title?
2: Not, not tomorrow. Oh. It's just a general Definitely challenge general. they put out. It wasn't accepted.
1: <laughs> just a vibe.
2: Because we still need the, you know, Violent by Design to step in. And... Uh. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much for watching. Follow and subscribe. Uh, our YouTube, Spotify, Twitch, and Twitter are all the Pinfall Podcast. Um, I'm at the Mark Cameron. This is at Two 23 And we'll see you all tomorrow night for Impact Wrestling post show Have a great night everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh yeah. Have a good one.